Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. The French Revolution was in full swing by the winter of 1795. Napoleon wasn't the Emperor of France just yet, but that didn't stop him from running the whole shebang. France was at war with Austria, Britain, Spain, and the Dutch Republic, none of whom were terribly keen on the new wave of political ideas flooding the streets of the snail-eating people. During the war, Captain Rentiez found himself stuck. The weather had taken a turn for the worse. He and his men attempted to take shelter from the storm near Texel, an island tipping the northern border of the Netherlands. But now they couldn't move. A total of 14 Dutch ships were caught in the storm, and the Strait of Marsdeep surrounding Texel was usually a good place for shelter. Until now. News of their meteorological snafu was quickly brought to the attention of French General Jean-Charles Pichegru. He was a well-organized man with a keen sense of military tactics. It was an opportunity he couldn't waste. Standing next to him was Jan Willem de Winter, a Dutch admiral and expatriate, who found a sanctuary in France when fleeing his homeland after his affiliated political party was overthrown. Pichegru looked at the foreign admiral and ordered him to handle the situation. Before long, French forces were on their way to capture the trapped vessels. They reached their destination on January 22nd and set up camp. Fires began to light around the island that evening. From a distance, they appeared warm and inviting, but they were an ominous sign to Captain Rentias that he and his men were found. On the morning of January 23rd, a bitter wind howled and embraced Rentias in an icy hug as he stepped out of his quarters. The enemy would soon be present. He peered over the decks of his ships, scanning the environment for his croissant-filled foe. Aside from the wind, the only sounds he could hear were the creaks and groans of the debilitated ships. But then, the most unusual of noises was faintly heard in the distance. Unusual for a naval captain, that is. He swore he heard clopping. Rentius continued to listen carefully as he monitored the waters surrounding him. The faint noise grew louder. At this point, he didn't have a need for his spyglass to spot the enemy. There they were, carefully traversing the frigid channel on horseback. The top brass back at headquarters had called in the cavalry, soldiers who fought atop horses and only ever on dry land. But here they were, ready to do battle on hoof at sea, capturing a squadron of navy ships. Captain Rendiez was familiar with the Hussars, the famed French light cavalrymen known for their fast horses and strong intimidation skills. They often employed offensive maneuvers, rapidly advancing ahead of the front line and shocking the opposing side into retreat. The captain strongly considered sinking all 14 ships to ensure they didn't get their hands on them. Still, he knew the enemy would have their work cut out for them. Even with nowhere to go, his troops were encapsulated in well-armed and fortified vessels. They had the firepower in both rifle and cannon to defend themselves. All they needed to do was aim downward and avoid hitting the neighboring hull. Steam was rising out of the noses and mouths of the equines. 
Warm snot rolled down from their nostrils, freezing before it reached their lips. They were treading carefully, unaccustomed to the flowing element beneath their hooves. The French soldiers riding on top were feeling a bit skittish themselves. The odds of winning weren't entirely in their favor. Anyone trying to attack would need ladders to climb the ships, as well as heavy artillery, to even have a fighting chance of victory. And so, soldiers who were known for their skills in land warfare captured a navy squadron at sea. They had some help, though, thanks mostly in part to the winter storm that tossed the squadron around a couple of days prior. While the ships sheltered in place near Texel, the temperatures dropped below freezing through the night. The surrounding waters solidified, locking the frigates and galleys in a thick layer of ice. The crews got a very rude awakening the following morning. They stared over the decks in disbelief, wondering when the ice would thaw enough for the ships to break free. Around midnight, the night before their capture, word was given to Rentiez that in his home country, revolutionaries sympathetic to their French counterparts overthrew the Dutch government and wanted to put the fighting on hold. For the captain, the surprising news was both vexing and relieving. Morning dawned, and soon the hussars trotted off the island and across the frozen waters. Anticipating a heated battle, they were surprised when they found a more agreeable opponent. Instead of a skirmish, there was a conversation. They parlayed for a brief moment, concluding with the Dutch quietly yielding to the French. It proved to be quite an easy surrender. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.